from the bottom of my heart. I know you had a very busy night. Nancy was out. You had a show to do. Just showing up was enough for me. But your speech, what you said about me on Saturday, Curtis, I'll never forget. Thank you so much. Sid, you deserved it. I had gone 30 straight hours. I'd only had two hours of sleep in between. And I was like, uh, we say, stung God. Uh, and I, I texted you, remember? I saw the New York Post story in honor of you. Yes, a great job. Thank you for mentioning that. Dory Lewak, who wrote this uh, great story, which hit the New York Post on Saturday, the first two people to send it to me, because I had no idea it was even in the paper, were Joey Borgen, who's a nice Jewish kid who was beat up by a bunch of uh, Palestinians a couple years ago, and Curtis, and it read... Radio host Sid Rosenberg gets wake-up call in Israel and has message for Americans, quote, get your act together. And she did describe me in the very first sentence as radio legend, Sid but, Rosenberg. But that's not what really jump-started me to show up at the Fifth Avenue Synagogue to pay tribute to you as guardian of uh, Israel and Jews, the new King David II. It said, Sid Rosenberg gone has gone from Canarsie to the kibbutz. That's true. I started my uh, my yeshiva career, which ended in high school when I was pulled out of Poly Prep for having too many Italian friends, and did 10th grade through 12th grade at Solomon Schechter at a place called Ocean Primary School in Canarsie. And that's what attracted me because I'm the Canarsie kid. Everybody knows. Curtis Remember Lee that school, that yeshiva, Ocean Wasn't Primary? that on Seaview Avenue? Yes! That's right, across from the Bayview Projects, right near there, St. Jude's. Yes. Oh, yeah. I can't tell you what I and my Supreme Cuisine cousins used to do to those kids when we were Son growing up. Bitch. Well, you know, <laughs> we, played, we played Frisbee with the yarmulkes. You know, we, we all it. did that. Listen, right. hey, listen, my guy Bernard, God rest his soul, who died a Zionist, he loves my people, loved yes. Israel. Yes. He used to chase the Hasidim up the trees at bungalow colonies over the summer. Right, in the Irish house <laughs> next to the Jewish Himalayas where your, yeah. your mother is. Yeah, right outside the oh. Nibley. And your mother would be so proud of you. Oh, she could have been there. Your father in the sky with Hashem looking down. I mean, this crowd, they they appreciated you because you did Alia in a different way. You came from a place where most Jews go, which is to deny their Jewishness, to hide. You know, we've had some very important Jews uh, who've contributed to America but the moment anybody wants to talk to them about being proud Jews, they always try to distract it. It's not about me being Jewish. Let me tell you something. I think the reason that the people appreciated what you did with your family, the guidance of Danielle and your two beautiful children who were there, is you were like so many other Jews, a Jew in name only. And then October 7th, and every ounce of your energy has been utilized on the most important and strongest radio station in the nation by day and strongest in the world to promote your Jewishness, bring people back to their roots, and most importantly, support Israel once again as they are under attack. And these people were so happy because they deal with so many of their own peeps in their own tribe who are like, no, no, you're orthodox, stay away from me. What? You are sinner, you're observant. Get out of here. I don't know. I don't want to be seen with you. And you not only want to be seen with them, you want to alert everyone. The majority of your audience are Gentiles, and they're not all righteous. They're not all righteous, Sid. And it was a very emotional day for me. I'd been out there in Queens 
working hard for Mozzie. I made my peace with Chairman Cairo, as you know, contentious with Peter King. Yeah. With the Queens GOP, we were hugging each other. Really? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, verbally. You know, nobody wanted to touch me. They say you have scabies, <laughs> right? right? Dr. Rosenberg had, and you were right. And by the way, I want to thank uh, uh, Kevin Breslin for introducing me to Dr. Joel Casimir, who's going to end up treating me. I think we got the solution to it. Uh, shout out to Kevin because I've been in misery. So, oh, it was Kevin? Yes. No kidding. Who lived, you know, son of Jimmy Breslin, who's, who came to the aid of the Guardian Angels early on when we were under attack. I'll never, I'll never forget that. You know, that. you say that uh, Kevin's a great guy, and when we talk uh, often throughout the show, he annoys me with the Kennedy stuff. Otherwise, I love him. Um, you say Saturday was an emotional day. You mentioned Mozzie and, and all the guys on Long Island. That race is coming up tomorrow. But I knew it was during your speech. Um, and you had made mention of him on this show the day before on Friday. But before Friday, and in your speech on Saturday night, I've never really heard you talk. And I know your mother, Francesca, I met her, God bless her soul, before she died. But on Friday and Saturday, Curtis... You talked about your father. I'd never heard that before. Yeah, my father, Chester. Polish, Roman Catholic. But taught me what the Polish side of my family was saying about Jews was wrong. Because, look, Gentiles have to be honest. Anti-Semitism is spread at the dinner table. I don't want to hear, you know, from the river to this. It started at the dinner table. And people talk to me differently than they talk to you, Sid, because they know I'm not a Jew. And I let him talk, and I, I feel the vibes. And my father, Chester, would sit me down and tell me what my grandfather had told me, Anton, and what his brothers had told me was wrong, it's wrong about the Jews. And that in the town that we came from, Limanova, every every vestige of the Jews were extracted. Their money was taken, their buildings were taken. Obviously, the Nazis were in charge. And he goes, my God. Don't ever, uh, Curtis, you go out there and you preach the truth. You tell them because you're a Polish Roman Catholic. I've been former Grand Marshal of the Pulaski Day Parade. There's nothing more Catholic than that. I'm not blaming the Poles. It's the Nazis. They're not wanting to eliminate the Jews. And I tell that story everywhere. And, you know, before I came to the Fifth Avenue uh, Synagogue, by the way, the head of security, proud guardian angel GQ with me since 1983. Yeah. Hispanic, you know, and not yeah, a Jew. Great guy. And you were well represented that night. There were about four or five guardian angels that were there early before you even got there. So thank you for that. Um, all throughout the streets of Queens, they creed more white stone because I believe that's where the election, Mazi versus Swazi, will be decided. I'm sitting down at Ben's Kosher Deli right there at Bay Terrace. Love the place. I, re- I, I used to love the uh, the Ben's Deli. Same owner, by the way, in Boca Raton, but I think that one is gone. Great place. Let me tell you something. I had competed in the matzo ball eating contest, <laughs> and I was excommunicated. They said I was cheating because I squished the matzo ball. Oh, what, you can't do that. What the hell no, do I know? Do I ate meatballs growing up. <laughs> <laughs> Raul Felder, the, remember the attorney? He was my, the judge behind me, he, he, he went back to the burning bush in the back room when they <laughs> consulted. They said, Curtis is the Gentile, the Jew, this kid Brock, Steve Brock, who, who ate more than me, he wins. He wins. I'm exiled. Now, are you the only person ever? This may be the case, Lewis. Curtis Slewa may be the only person ever to compete in both the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest 
and the Ben's Deli Matzo Ball Eating Contest. I'd like to say that's true, but it's not. <laughs> you Jews like to nosh, whether it's hot dogs or Nathan's. Well, they were there, but I would have finished second, and they, they, they exiled me, right? But let me get back to Ben. So I, I'm ordering because I was so starved. I hadn't eaten all day. And for me, it it was so that that bowl, oh, my God, that bowl, a mushroom barley soup with Jewish rye bread. Oh, it so sticks good. to your ribs. So and then some of the Altacacas come up to me, you know, uh, former members of the UFT, actually still members but retired, Jews. You know, Curtis, Mazi is too Jewish. You know, this Ethiopian Jewish thing, IDF. What? When she was in the debate with Swazi, she had the red, uh, you know, dress on with the big star of David. What? And, and, and she doesn't campaign on the Sabbath. And I pull them aside because, look, I've heard this from a lot of Jews. You're too Jewish. You heard that? Yes. Too Jewish too from Jewish. Jews? Well, remember, they're not, they're not observant Jews. You know, they'll eat a Ben's kosher deli because yeah. it's great food. Yeah. And I said, remember Joe Lieberman? He ran for vice president. It would have been the first Jewish vice president, maybe potentially president. He came that close. Was it, was it Mondale he was with? Yes. No, no. No, no. He was with Gore. Remember? Oh, in that Gore. contentious right. election. Bush, right. Gore Bush. Right. Eight weeks later, it was determined by the Supreme Court. He would have been, you know, Democrats would come to me and say that was their mistake. Gore chooses Joe Lieberman who observed the Sabbath. Because he couldn't campaign on the Sabbath, it reminded people he's a Jew. I'm not going to vote for a Jew. And, and I said that, you know, they did that against Joe Lieberman, who I love. He came to the defense of the Guardian Angels when we were in New Haven, and the government didn't want us. Joe lives there with his wife. No, no, no. The Guardian Angels are great. And they listened to me, and they said, uh, it stopped. And, you know, for a Jew to stop talking, my, 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 it takes a lot. Reminded you, you're a Jew first before you're anybody. I'm telling them on the side, I didn't want to embarrass them. But I came with that anger to the Fifth Avenue Synagogue. 